0: <laughs> What's going on, gang? How the heck are you? It's your boy, Phantom Fuego, p-h-a-n-t-m p-h-u-e-g-o and you are now tuned into the news, views, previews, and reviews. Which has to twist his, got a point of view. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, any questions, comments, critiques, criticisms, you know where to reach us. You know where to reach us. You know where to reach us. Hisghettopointofview at gmail.com. Hisghettopointofview at gmail.com. H-I-S-G-H-E-T-T-O-P-O-I-N-T. Hisghettopointofview at gmail.com. It's going to be a dope show, gang. We're going to have a lot of very interesting topics You guys could have been anywhere else in the world But you're here with me and I super duper appreciate it Please make sure to continue to like Share, subscribe to the show, tell a friend And tell a friend, Sundays and Wednesdays is when we get to it You know how we do it It ain't nothing to it We do it like we doing for TV Rachel and Stevie No they can't see me, right Take a quick break We'll be right back Let's go Yeah, so we back. Gang. We back as always, guys. Any questions, comments, critiques, criticisms? You know where to reach us. His ghetto point of view at gmail dot His ghetto point of view at gmail.com. His ghetto point of view at gmail dot com. This playoffs has been freaking crazy. Let me just start off with saying I've been wrong. I was wrong. I had to eat my words. I was a thousand percent wrong. I thought Philly was taking the chip. I was looking good for a second there. Yeah, it was really over for me. My predictions is game over. MZN is, listen, I had Philly taking the chip. I was wrong. I was 1,000% wrong. Now, I mean, it honestly looks like it's, it's Phoenix's to lose at this point. Um, yeah, I know they're going to have to get through Giannis and them Bucks, but at this point, it's kind of Phoenix's game to lose. Uh, you could tell me you think I'm bugging if you want. That's your opinion. <laughs> You're allowed to have an opinion. You know what I mean. I mean now that Phoenix has a three one series lead on the Clippers, that series, I don't see Phoenix losing three times in a row. Could Phoenix lose twice in a row? Sure. Could this game? Could this go to Game Seven? And the Clippers try to gain some momentum? Absolutely. Can anybody beat anybody one time? All these things are true. Do I see the Clippers losing 3 times in a row? No. They could lose game 5. They could lose game 6. They will not lose game 5 and game 6. It's not happening. They might lose game 5. They might lose game 6. They might lose game 5 or game 6. But they will not lose game 5, game 6 and then this will not This will not go 7. This will not go seven. The Clippers will, will, will understand very surely that this will not go seven. If they haven't figured that out yet, this is not going seven. Chris Paul and them are going to the NBA championship. Chris Paul gets to finally play in an NBA championship and be vindicated as the point guard. Capital G. You understand? Put some respect on that brother name When you say it Put some respect On that brother name when you say it When you talk about that man In these streets Capital mother freaking G You understand But um, On a side note though I mean it is great for the league To have Devin Booker and Trey Young Just going berserk You got that's that's the future of the NBA. You got two young, brilliant, up-and-coming stars just going bananas, <clears throat> being featured, being prominent. And, I mean, it shows that the league is in good hands. The league is going to be just fine going forward. That's all that shows. The league will just be just fine going forward. You got people like Devin Booker, Trey Young going absolutely AWOL in the finals, I mean, it's, it's just my CTV, you know what I mean, and this ain't even all of the brilliant, bright stars that the NBA has to offer, and I think that's a lot of what is starting to get the young people's camps upset earlier in the process, you know what I'm saying, like, a lot of, a lot of times back in the day, you know, most of the time, people would do their seven years, like, it was a prison sentence, and when I'm, what I mean by that is, you know, a lot of these players in these in the NBA uh, would do their initial seven years at their first location, whether they got rings there or not. You know, would be inconsequential. It was almost like kind of like a rite of passage to being in the NBA. It was trying to get through that first six or seven seasons, and no, no less than five, five, six or seven seasons, and you know, with your original team before you move on and feel a big mark, bigger marquee player you know they're going to they're going to try to pick up your your fourth year option and your fifth year option and going to try to extend you in your, either your fourth or or fifth season so you don't even see the open market and you know that way they can get you for less than what your open market value may turn into by the end of your third possibly fourth season so it's you know it's a lot because you got players who want to be paid as much as possible and at the end of their third fourth or fifth season you could argue they are probably in the prime of their earning potential and that is when they really want to try to suppress how much a player will make you know what i mean players like steph curry you know signed these notoriously low contracts in retrospect to what he was bringing to the nba uh how much uh he could have gotten um in full face value of his contract, but let's be honest, see Steph Curry, probably got a deal for some equity in the in the building, probably got some bitcoins. I mean that's that's freaking tech valley. I'm sure they gave him cryptocurrency after cryptocurrency after cryptocurrency after cryptocurrency to invest in. Probably gave him huge portfolios full of cryptos, huge hard jobs full of cryptos that hadn't blown up yet and now and they've all blown up now and and he's reaping All of that on top of the contract that he signed. So I'm sure, man, behind the scenes, they done took care of that man like 8,000 times over because there's no way you done won, not one, not two, three, three NBA championships in the prime of your career. So young, uh, running a brilliant offensive scheme out there in the West, and you still have opportunity and time to possibly. Generate more before you're out the door. Nah, there's the, the, the ducats have been paid, but anyway, back to this. Uh, Suns the Suns take control of the Western Conference Finals with the 84 80 road win in game four. The Phoenix Suns are one way away, one win away from the NBA Finals. Article by Brendan Clean. Uh, shout to you, bro. Uh, and uh, SB Nations, uh, the brighter side of the Sun. The Suns took control of the Western Conference Finals with an 84-80 road win over the Clippers to go up 3-1 in the series. Paul George picked up a foul on the first Suns offensive possession of the night when he had to swipe down DeAndre Ayton at the rim for an and one. George also missed his first two free two threes. Mm, so, you know, he was setting up for a rough night. Overall, the Suns scored pretty effectively. To open the game with ten points in the first two minutes and 15 seconds, they were aggressive, getting the basket to the in the half court and in the transition and attacking Ivica box in the process. While the Suns got into their Got into the, a better groove, the Clippers stayed cold, starting 4 from 14 from the field and 1 for 7 from deep. That helped Phoenix get out to a 29 lead. Mm-mm-mm. The chippiness returned quickly to a series when George absorbed, absorbed a hard foul from Devin Booker with 343 to go in the first and had some words for Book. He got into Book's face for a second and as they got tangled up, George subbed him, earning a technical foul. It continued when Cameron Payne and Terrence Mann got Tasty after another foul, with Payne getting a tech this time. The first, the first ended with a 29-20 Suns lead with Los, with Los Angeles shooting 28% from the field, but staying in the game with six offensive rebounds, three from Zubox himself. Aiden had a pretty high Aiden had a pretty highlight to put an exclamation part point on the second period. We also saw a change in the rotation with the return of Abdel Nader who played ahead of Tory Craig and Cam Johnson getting a nice long run and rewarding Monty Williams with some really strong play. The Clippers went through a six-minute dry spell with a bad selection and a poor, and poor and excuse, <clears throat> excuse me, and poor ball movement. George wasn't able to bail them out. Booker picked up His third foul with 2.49 left in the first half, his frustration clearly mounting and left the game. The Clippers had a tiny run to close the second half, to close the half, excuse me, going back to the locker room just down 12. Ayton played extremely well on both ends with 15 points and 9 rebounds. To open the second half, the Clippers funneled a lot of their action to Booker, back on the court with 3 fouls, yet... Rather than the Suns getting into trouble, it was the Clippers who repeatedly fouled Phoenix and the Suns got, a, got into the bonus around the 830 mark. Sometimes it'd be like that Booker missed a point blank layup right after that and proceeded to finally move, remove his mask. Also, Beverly got teed up his third personal foul of the game. They say a lot of times those masks really uh, can mess up a good player on a side note. Very similar to how Kobe played with the mask and he took the mask off. You got uh, Stephen A. Smith calling his kid the newbie Kobe. Him getting his nose busted like Kobe. I mean, you know. It's interesting things going on, I will say that. That's when Chris Paul turned it on. The article continues. He had seven points in the first few minutes of the period. Coaxing Zubox out of the paint for his signature mid-range jumper. But just when it seemed that Paul smelled blood, the Sixers missed a few jumpers and the Clippers turned them into points on the other end. Phoenix stayed afloat with some Phoenix stayed afloat with some big time eight in offensive boards, but the run culminated with a three by Reggie Jackson to cut the Suns lead by five. Jackson kept cooking, making ridiculous shot after ridiculous shot when the Clippers really needed it. Soon, Nader checked in and was tasked with guarding him. The Suns also strapped Started trapping Jackson, but he got rid of the ball and man got a finish at the basket. Very dope article. Very dope article. Very good read. Article uh, concludes. uh, Cousins. uh, After the Clippers timeout down three, the Suns foul again and George missed the first then the second intentionally. Monty Williams put Dario Sarge into the game for rebounding, and Lou put in Demarcus Cousins. But Sarge fouled Cousins on the loose ball. Cousins made the first, tried to miss the second on purpose, then had a free throw violation when he crossed the line without his shot hitting the rim. The Clippers fouled Paul as well, and he missed the second, and C- Craig immediately fouled George again. The free throw, charade continued as George responded with one more make, then missed again, but the Suns again secured the rebound, with two more free throws and clinched the win. Suns are now up 3-1 in the series, gang. Shout out to SP Nation for the dope article. Take a quick break. We'll be right back. Cheer. <laughs> yeah, gang, we back, we back, we back. As always, any questions, comments, critiques, criticisms. His ghetto point of view at gmail.com. His ghetto point of view at gmail.com. So, continuing with our coverage of the playoffs. Uh, shout out to Chris Middleton, drops 38 points in the game three win last night. Chauncey Billups. salute to him. He gets a five year deal as the new coach of the. Portland Trailblazers, but does this mean Dame Lillard is leaving? Um, Is he getting a restart project? I'm not trying to sound like a a jerk or nothing, but a lot of times these, uh, I'm I'm just going to say it, man. A lot of times the black head coaches get reformation projects. They get building projects. They don't get teams that are ready to win. The Portland Trailblazers that's currently constituted are ready to win. So the fact that they hired Chauncey Billups to be on for the next five years signals to me that C.J. McCollum, Damian Lillard, and possibly their big man are all up out of there. And maybe it might just be LaMelo. But I doubt Carmelo would even want to stay in that type of situation. So that signals to me all the veterans are up out of there. Oh, you don't know that, Phantom. What are you talking about? What do you mean black coaches only get rebuilding projects? What about about the Suns with Monty Williams? The Suns were a rebuilding project, and they just signed Chris Paul, who everybody thought didn't have anything left in the tank, allegedly. So they signed an aging veteran to help a building franchise. Nobody expected the Suns to make this deep run all the way possibly to the NBA Finals this year. They were still seen as very much a rebuilding project. Those are the projects that they give black head coaches in the NBA. They do not let black head coaches generally run teams that are going to run amok through the league and win championships. This could be a changing of the guard. Dame Lillard could stay. CJ could stay. Carmelo could stay. Yusuf Nurkic could stay. I don't see it, though. I I see CJ and Dame leaving. I don't see, to me, this signals that they're leaving. If he took the job, maybe he spoke to Dame and Dame said, nah, bro, I'm going to stay. I'm going to stay at least for your first year, which would be dope if Dame promises to stay for at least his first season before they break it apart, at least let people see what he could do as an X's and O's guy with such high-level talent at his disposal, I think we would get to see an amazing Chauncey Billups. It's been about damn time Chauncey Billups get a head coaching job in this damn league. Chauncey Billups has essentially been a head coach his whole damn career. When he was the, the scoring guard, uh, playing in Orlando as a young kid to when he really matured into his full point guard self in Denver and then, you know, coming to play in New York, et cetera. Chauncey Billups is a beast, man. Uh, winning that ring with the Pistons, um, that really helped solidify his career. Um, and I think that the sky's the limit for him as a coach. He's already been in the front office on some teams. He's done some commentating. I mean, he's just... You know he's 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 a treasure trove of information about the one spot, information just about the game of basketball in general. So I think that that's gonna be dope. Um, for those that care, the Canadian Canadian basketball they got they got a sick team, man, and. It's because so many their players be hurt at the same time. We never get to see the whole roster. We never get to see them, but they hold all of their best players out there for the Olympics or whatever at the same time. Like Jamal Murray's hurt this year, and he's supposed to play for Canada. I know some people are like, whatever, man. USA got it. USA got it. And some people just don't give a shit. But me, I've been watching this Canada thing for a while, and I've always said if Canada can put their whole team together, they will destroy America and the tournament and the Olympics. People are like, what, what? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? I'm telling you, man, if they can put their whole team together, they will destroy the U.S. Because, okay, look at the team that they're sending over. Of course, it's got some people that we never heard of. Uh, Lugans Dort, Trey Bell Haynes. Okay, fine, fine, fine. Aaron Doom Dumacamp, Okay, Michael Mulder. Never heard of those guys, right? Um, and then, of course, some people who, like, what the hell? He, he wouldn't make an, uh, NBA team And uh, former number one overall pick. Uh, used to play for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Anthony Bennett is on the team. Uh, RJ Barrett. Is on the team Right Trey Lyles Decent player Dwight Powell Also a decent player Corey Joseph Great player Nikhil Alexander Walker Great player Andrew Wiggins Great player So I just say The team When they have a chance to put Nikhil Alexander Walker Jamal Murray RJ Barrett On the floor together with a Trey Lyles or or Anthony Bennett or Nikhil Alexander Walker Jamal Murray Andrew Wiggins play a small ball lineup with Andrew Wiggins and RJ Barrett and then have like Dwight Powell play the five. Bro, I think I think Canada has a very insane roster and nobody's paying attention so for those that will be watching the olympics don't sleep on canada man because the americas they gonna bring some trash team like we always do and we just expect our team to win out and rj barrett has made it perfectly clear i will beat a whole team of americans by myself for an olympic trophy don't play around just saying Just saying, be careful. Be careful. Just be careful, man. Shout to the Bucks for their 113 102 win over the Hawks to take a 2 1 series lead. What can you say, man? Uh, reportedly, Trey Young has to get an MRI on his ankle. I mean, the dude does a lot of cuts and turns and hard pushies. Uh, bursting, 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 burst of energy. That's how he has to play to get his floaters, to get his runners, to, to create space for those passes. Uh, a lot of stops and starts, a lot of stops and starts, a lot of stops and starts. A lot of frenetic, frenetic and kinetic energy just pounding, 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 pounding on those joints. So sure he'll be all fine but you know that comes with the territory of being such an elite player definitely comes with the territory of being such an elite player Uh, so uh check out this article shout the bleacher report Uh, um Atlanta Hawks star point guard Trey Young will undergo an MRI on Monday after suffering an ankle injury during the third quarter of Sunday night's 113 102 loss to the Milwaukee Bucks in game three. Young left the game briefly after tweaking his ankle, an injury that occurred after he appeared to inadvertently step on a ref's foot. The Hawks star was able to return in the, early in the fourth, but he was not able to help his team pull out the victory. He finished with 35 points. Mm, still went to work 12 of 23 shooting still a very efficient game like 47 48 percent from the field including 6 of 14 from three point which is like 43 percent from three that's great and four assists definitely need to pass that pickle a little bit more but you know people getting tight man you know you got a lot of young bucks in Atlanta of course you got Lou Will there who can definitely help but you know that team is really built around the young boys, putting in heavy, doing some heavy lifting. So they got Rooster, then little guy, Danilo Gallinari. They got Bogdan Bogdanovich, you know. But John Hollins, DeAndre DeAndre Hunter, John Collins, Kevin Hoarder. That's who the team is really built to, you know, succeed around. So let's see what happens. The article continues, Young, 22, remains one of the game's brightest young stars in Atlanta's most valuable talent, averaging 25.3 points and 9.4 assists per game this season. Any chance the Hawks have of making a deep run in the postseason hinges solely on a healthy Young playing well. What do you mean a deep run? They're already in the Eastern Conference Finals. They did make a deep run. Shut up. He made an insanely deep run. If they do, if they get eliminated in the Eastern Conference Finals, great. They were the last two teams standing out of eight teams in the East. Ten teams if you count the play-in tournament. So out of twenty teams, they made the final four essentially. It's a pretty anyway. The young, uh, the young Hawks. The article continues have been one of the feel-good stories this season as off-season additions. Box on Padalov. Bogdan Bondanovic and Danilo Gallinari have paired nicely with Atlanta's young core of Young, John Collins, and DeAndre Hunter, among others like Kevin Huerter. Don't be disrespectful because that boy gets busy. Young most recently missed four games in April with a left ankle sprain. Atlanta went 2-2 two two in that stretch. Always try to battle back from injury and get back to the court as fast as possible, he said in April after returning. I was just doing a lot of treatment, and Atlanta's training staff did a great job in helping me get back to the court. Atlanta will be hoping this current injury isn't too serious. Should Young miss time or be limited, Lou Williams could be asked to play an even bigger role. I mean, it's dope that they have Lou Williams, and why are they not mentioning Lou Williams as one of the veterans that they brought in, including Bogdan Bogdanovich? Like, they have some really amazing veterans Lee helping Trey Young out right now. So, you know, it's not just the Trey Young show, but he's highlighted. That's, and this is interesting to me. The Magic interview, Penny Hardaway, I don't think he's really trying to have this job because he wants to coach in Memphis. Well, I mean, I guess with the fact that a lot of the kids he was already coaching at Memphis are probably graduating or transitioning out. You know, he already he brought them through AAU, high school, and now... He got them through college, and you know a lot of them are entering the professional ranks. Maybe it might be time for him to take that next step. I think Magic hiring Penny Hardaway would, number one, be the absolute right thing to do. I mean, who else should be the head coach but Penny Hardaway of the Orlando Magic? Come on. Come on. Tracy McGrady, maybe? That's it. That's really it. Grant Hill, possibly, if he ever wants to do that. To me, that's it. I don't... Or Shaq. You could possibly... Does Shaq want to coach, though? Memphis men's basketball coach Penny Hardaway has reportedly emerged as a serious suitor in the Orlando Magic's head coaching search. Sham Saranya of the Atlantic and Stadium reported Hardaway has interviewed for the position. Hardaway has spent the last three seasons at Memphis, his alma mater... Posting a 63-32 and record, the Tigers have not made the NCAA tournament under Hardaway, but they were 2021 NIT champions. Orlando is looking to replace Steve Clifford, who spent the last three seasons with the franchise. The Magic and Clifford parted ways after the 2021 NBA season as the team prepares for a full-scale rebuild. See, these are the type of situations they'll bring. I hate to say it, they'll bring a black coach in on. He's young, he's hip, he can talk the lingo. I mean, this is how people who hire think. Oh, that's messed up. Everybody who hires doesn't think that way. I hear you. But so many of them do. He's young, he's hip, he can talk the lingo, he'll relate to the players. And those aren't necessarily bad things, which is why I don't understand why more black males are not head fucking coaches in the NBA, the NFL, the NCAA, among several other places, among in several other leagues and in several other types of institutions. I don't understand how more black men are not at the top in BT and Viacom at you know, places where you could argue black culture is what's Funding and, and funneling profits through these institutions at such large, large, in such large, large amounts, which is why people like. Sorry, the gentleman's name escapes me at the moment. He's currently suing again. Um, uh, this time he's suing, I believe, McDonald's uh, for the fact that they only give uh, allocate a small pot. Of production money to quote unquote black production companies, while everyone else shares in this larger pot. Um, I don't know why his name escapes me at the moment, but I'll I'll, I'll look it up, gang. Okay. I'm always do that. I always do. I'm about that research. We definitely about that research here on his ghetto point of view. Byron Allen suing McDonald's for ten billion dollars. And we'll get into that story as well, gang. Um, but yeah, uh Byron Allen is suing McDonald's for ten billion dollars. What? Oh, oh, you didn't you didn't know? You didn't know? I mean that's what that's what I'm here for. I'm here to I'm here to help you out, gang. Bless you with that information you might not have been aware of. But uh yeah, Byron Allen is suing. For 10 million dollars trying to guess, say that the Milwaukee Bucks, I mean, I said the Milwaukee Bucks, that McDonald's is not being inclusive in how they spend their advertising dollars in which production companies, production houses, which companies they sell those advertising dollars to, which TV stations, which media conglomerates, they spend their monies with So, definitely something to look into. But, uh, as I was saying, yeah, usually the Magic don't, I mean, NBA teams in general, NFL teams as well, don't really give black head coaches these amazing jobs. Or black, I should say, black male star athletes. Or uh, people who are amazingly proficient in their positions, black male musicians, black male coders, black male brain surgeons, heart surgeons, black male generals, black male military, brilliant military minds generally are playing the backseat no matter what level of contribution may have been made to the particular institution's success. And I think that is just not only disheartening, uh, but shows a lack of judgment. So, it's an insane lack of judgment because it's like, uh, remember the article that we read, the article about how this country is literally hemorrhaging itself billions of dollars annually. Um, we, this country had lost over $20 billion since 2010 by not hiring uh, black people, by not putting them, by not paying them the their full appropriate salary, by not giving them the bank loans, the business loans, the advances, uh, the business, op- the financial opportunities. They... Uh, tallied that up what would that have led to in profits and it was about 20 something billion dollars over that 10-year period and uh, over 200 billion over um, a longer time frame and it was it was just startling to me how how much money that this country will allow itself to lose by not maximizing on the talents and the potential of black people. Indigenous people, indigenous people, native people, whatever, you, whatever you know, whatever you call in people these days, Negroes, Nagras, whatever, 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 whatever suits your fancy, whatever rolls off the tongue and keeps your teeth white. R.I.P. Right, to Paul Mooney. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. So that's 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 interesting. But the article continues. Hardaway, with his college experience, has the ability to cultivate relationships with young players. Could be a solid choice for rebuild for the rebuilding magic. While it's unclear whether Hardaway is a tactical master, what the fuck do you mean? It's unclear if he's a tactic. Yo, I, you know what? I'm gonna need white people to stop trying to say niggas is low key stupid. What, what the fuck is wrong with people? Like, how dare you? This man, what? It's unclear if he's a tactician, motherfucker. Who are you to root? Re- <sighs> While it's unclear whether Hardaway is a tactical mastermind, he's been an excellent relationship builder at the college level, both in recruiting and developing young players. I'm flattered by it because people are even mentioning my name, obviously because of the, rela- the relationship I've had with the Magic over the years. Hardaway said earlier this month of potential interest in coaching the Magic. It's weird because the timing on it is I'm now just starting to get into my own as the Tigers coach and understand everything that comes along with this. And then all of a sudden, the magic job, the people start talking about the magic job. So it's weird, but my heart is in Memphis. I don't know what happens in the future. If I did coach in the NBA, that would be a place I would want to coach. So we'll see. The magic had no plans to complete. The Magic have no plans to compete in the near future, so Hardaway could grow as a coach as the roster is coming into his own. It also does not hurt that Hardaway has significant cachet in the Orlando area after playing for the Magic from 1993 to 1999. He didn't just play for the Magic. The man starred for the Magic. God damn it, this man was the star of Blue Chips. All right? This man was the star of Blue Chips, damn it. It's a cult classic movie. Let's not play like this dude. Not play like we don't understand who we talking about right here, okay? Mind yours. See, everybody always talk about Jesus Shuttlesworth. God damn it! Everybody always talk about Jesus Shuttlesworth. Jesus Shuttlesworth wasn't the only feat movie phenom. Jesus Shuttlesworth was not the only movie phenom. Shaq and was in the blue chips movie and they they, (laughs) (laughs) let's let's give some other players some love god damn it I'm saying what about Butch McRae I'm saying learn about Butch McRae Learn about Butch McRae. Learn about Butch, damn it, damn McCrae. Butch McRae. Alright? Learn about Neon Laveau. Leon Neon was it Neon Laveau or Laveau? I think it was Neon Laveau. Shaq killed it, man. Shaq killed it. And Ed O'Neill was in that movie. Neon Badeau. Neon Badeau. There you go. Neon Badeau and Butch McRae. Neon Badeau and Butch McRae. And Ed O'Neill was a sports writer named Ed. It's one of the best movies ever, man. One of the best sports movies ever. And it got into a lot of the underbelly. Of players getting paid. But yeah, man, like everybody always talk about oh, they want a uh Jesus is a fire going on in here? I hope not. Okay. That that was crazy, that's scary. I will uh definitely look into that. Um, but uh everybody always talking about, Oh, let me get one of them Will Smith jerseys when he used to play at Bel Air Academy. Oh, well, let me get one of those uh Al Bundy jerseys, aka Ed O'Neill, who was also in blue chips as well. Uh, let me get that Al Bundy jersey. Uh, let me get that, uh, let me get one of those jerseys, which are, listen, those are iconic, 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 iconic. Let me get that Jesus Shuttlesworth jersey from Lincoln. Again, these are iconic movie jerseys. But I ain't never seen nobody with a Butch McCray blue chips jersey or a neon, but blue. I need to see people pulling those jerseys out. I need to see somebody pull out a Butch McCray or a neon, but jersey. Don't tell me they don't exist. Don't tell me they don't exist. I need, I need, I need to see that. Somebody pull out a Butch McCray jersey. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? We need one of those. Neon Badeau and Butch McCray jerseys. Come on now. Everybody always talking about. Him. Just saying, just saying. I think that would really take the cake, especially everybody always talking about. Oh, let's pull, let's pop out these jerseys. Let's pop out these jerseys. Pop out that jersey on them. Pop out a neon Bordeaux jersey. Won't be no more conversations. Just my humble opinion. Just his got a point of view. Ooh ooh, ooh ooh. 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 Thank you guys always for rocking the vibe. and vibing. as always. You know, I'm being silly, but I I'm being serious too, man. Like I'm I always see people with the Will Smiths, you know what I'm saying? With not the Will Smith, but with the with the you know Yeah, his name was Will in the show too. Anyway, I always see people with the Will Jersey, with the Fresh Prince of Bel Air jersey. I always see people Poke high, uh, ten touchdowns in a single game. Al Bundy jersey. I never see people with the neon Badoa, The Butch McRae jersey. And I'm just saying, man. Just saying. Anybody know about Jesus Shuttlesworth, man? Stop playing like Butch McRae wouldn't have gave Jesus Shuttlesworth work back in the day, bro. <laughs> oh, I'm just saying, man. It took about Jesus, 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 but. Before there was a Jesus Shuttlesworth, there was a Butch McRae and a Neon Badeau. And that movie really got into some of the seedy underbelly of basketball. You understand me? That movie really got into it a lot. But we're going to take a quick break. Be right back. Cheers. <laughs> we back gang, we back. So as always, any questions, comments, critiques, criticisms, you know where to reach me. You know where to reach us. You know where to reach us. His ghetto point of view at gmail.com. His ghetto point of view at gmail.com. H-I-S-G-H-E-T-T-O P-O-I-N-T. His ghetto point of view at gmail dot com. Now in a completely flipped story in a case of Sovereignty going wrong, and for those who aren't aware, there are um certain cultural groups, religious groups, um political groups that do claim to be uh, sovereign or to have separate rights as sovereign citizens, uh, uh, and not be under the jurisdiction of the federal government, but are claiming that they are the they have the right based on natural natural laws to naturally live and, you know, develop, work, build uh, institutions of their own, if you will. Because at the end of the day, you know, a country is just an institution, a country, a state, a city. These are all things that were incorporated at one point, um, just like you would incorporate a business. So they are they are institutions Um And as such, they do actually fall under the same, uh, a lot of these same institutional boundaries as a business. Just some food for thought. But let's check this article out. Fox News reports New Jersey home commandeered by sovereign citizens of the Al Moroccan Empire. Um, Newark police bust four men on a variety of charges after taking over a vacant house. So I guess these men were claiming. Uh, jurisdiction and uh, claims of ownership to the house and saying that it was because of their more status. A group of four men who said they were sovereign citizens of the al Moroccan empire took up ownership of a New Jersey home and claimed the property was rightfully theirs given their status. Local police recently said Hubert A. John 39 was arrested on June 17th and charged with criminal mischief, burglary, criminal trespassing, terroristic threats after he allegedly took over a vacant newark new jersey home with three other men the newark police newark department of public safety said tuesday so how did he criminally trespass how did he at burglarize how can any of these things be true if the home was vacant when he got there? I'm, I'm a little confused. Police said the legitimate homeowner reported the burglary at the Ivy Street address around 12 p.m. on June 17th when she told authorities that four males that she did not know were claiming to have legal residency of her vacant property and had changed the locks. Police said the woman went to the home with a locksmith, but they were stopped by the strangers who presented paperwork indicating they held legal residency. Officers who arrived on the scene confirmed that the victim bought the home in February 2021. The home was vacant and she was getting ready to renovate it. Well, I I would ask how long had those individuals been there? Did they at least have some squatting rights? Uh, You know, a court court would have to intervene and, you know, figure this out. You shouldn't just throw them out of the home Um, just just from a legal standpoint if they had been there for a long period of time. Police request the documentation from the four suspects who claim to be sovereign citizens. Like, I hear, like, I don't want to sound like a, um, like, I hear white people doing this shit all the time. Like, I literally just met this white guy who literally, he's like a lawyer, and they find all these legal loopholes to stop people from being able to pay their rent right out here in New York City. So, it really troubles me when sometimes they'll put these articles out and be like, oh, you know, black people always trying to. Get over and ha ha ha. There's a a lot of people claiming sovereign status, a lot of people claiming all of these same all of these same rights um that don't necessarily uh go under any Moorish flag, if you will. And uh for those who are who also aren't aware, you know, the Moorish Science Temple founded by Prophet Noble Drew Ali, Noble Drew Ali, uh before, was even uh, a uh, was even ahead of the time of an Elijah Muhammad and the Nation of Islam, ahead of a time of the Mark uh, the Garveyite Temple, or uh, about a contemporary of I would say a contemporary of uh, the Garveyite movement, um, and a lot of the people who left the Garveyite movement, the early Garveyite movement became. People that were in the early Noble Drew Ali movement, so um, there's definitely a flow of thought and mantra and cultural uh, cultural congruity, or uh, you know, all of these cultures have you know starting points that are very similar and uh, a lot of similarities and what they preach to the people. So Garveyism into arguably uh, more more science, arguably into the nation of Islam, is some is a time frame, some timetable some people would uh generally put together. And I and I would have to say with some of the research I've been doing lately, I would have to agree with that. Um and that takes nothing away from the most honorable Elijah Muhammad, who, to whom praise is forever due. Uh, doesn't take anything away from the Nation of Islam, doesn't take anything away from the Nation of Gods and Earths, which spun out of the Nation of Islam, um or any other groups that came out about around before that time, doesn't take anything away from any of them. Father Divine doesn't take anything away from anybody who came out with a movement around that time at all, at all, at all. Right. So we're just continuing. Police requested the documentation from the four suspects who claimed to be sovereign citizens of the al Moroccan Empire and that their status permitted them access to the property. The quartet followed police officers orders to leave the property. But soon after 2.40 p.m., John returned and was able to get back inside before the victim was able to have the locks changed. John, who was originally from Los Angeles, used a key and entered the home before placing a Moorish flag in the window. The Newark Police SWAT team was deployed because the suspect refused to leave and was claiming he was rightfully in possession of the home. Director of Public Safety Brian O'Hara told People. the the suspect was essentially a squatter in a vacant home who had the locks changed. All right. But then he should have squatters rights at least. So if you're saying, if you're calling him yourself a squatter, then you should, then he should have at least squatters rights. You can't ask him to leave the property. A judge has to intervene. You can't just make him leave the property right then and there. He has to be at least given 30 days. Like that doesn't make any sense what they're saying. According to the, Southern Poverty Law Center, members of the Moors sovereigns called Moors have come into conflict with federal and state authorities over their refusal to to obey laws and government regulations. Now, that is also not true. Many Moors are hardworking, law abiding citizens, pay their taxes and do all of those things on a daily basis. That is even in the tenements of the Moor Science Temple. Now, you do have some Moorish citizens. Some some Morris temples who preach their sovereignty and preach the fact that they should be able to live tax free, have free homes, free lands, free properties, have access to business collateral, etc. Which I am full proponents of because of everything that, you know, people, uh, everything that people have done for this country, black people, um, Moorish people, indigenous people, whatever you want to call them. They've they've done so much for this country's building up that they should have certain amenities being given to them just so that their their families and their legacies can be one that's not of debt and of poverty and of being completely destitute and living off the system and being on welfare and being on sex, in Section 8 and being in public housing and not never being able to live up to your potential and kids dying entirely too young from bullets that didn't even have their name on it. And the list goes on and on, man. According okay, so this article continues, more sovereigns espouse an interpretation of the sovereign doctrine of sovereign doctrine that African Americans constitute an elite class within American society with special rights and privileges that convey on them a sovereign immunity, placing them beyond federal and state authority. That is not what they claim. What they claim is that there were treaties made. Like there was like you can literally look things things up. There was a treaty made between George Washington and the head of the Moroccan barbers. I mean, these are literal letters that were passed between, you know, our government and the government of the Moroccan empire, who some people feel the Moroccan empire was here. A piece of the Moroccan empire, at least, was here in the United States. So when the founding fathers initially came here and were making these treaties, some people feel that they were making these treaties with people, uh, so with at least some of these treaties they made, were with people of the Morocco of Moorish descent. Some people that f- some people feel that they were just making treaties with Native Americans, but you'd have to argue what is the ancestry of these Native Americans who they made these treaties with, who they made all of these hundreds of treaties with in the Northern and Southern Americas and the Caribbean islands and Canada, etc. Hundreds, if not thousands, of treaties, with many which have not been honored by the United States government. Groups, organizations like the Morris Science Temple are demanding that the United States government, along with the European governments, etc., Spaniard governments, live up to the treaties that they signed. I don't think that is a hard ask. But you see, the problem is when you had no intention of doing fair by the people you made the agreements with in the first place, it then becomes a hard ask. And then it's, oh, they feel that they have these rights. Well, what what makes them feel they have these rights? Are they just making this stuff up in their head? What is their actual historical? Is there an actual historical foundation for? This basis, and yes, there are literal letters that you can look up right now where they write treaties like, "Oh well, we will not the the Americans will not attack the Moroccans, Moroccans will not continue to evade and and loot and pillage because they were getting a ashes handed to them by the Moors, they were get a ashes handed to them by the Moors and by other groups as well because we're not going to pretend like every black person is a Moor that's bullshit, every black person does not descend from the great Moabites in the Bible or Moabites." That's 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 just not Moab. That's just not historically accurate. So it's a very convoluted conversation. Who are Moors? Who are not Moors? I think there are better conversations to be had, and we can all um, find uh, more. uh we can. It's easier to pinpoint our ancestry using things like. Birth records, marriage records, census records, then trying to say you have this Moroccan or Moorish ancestry, and you may actually find that your ancestry goes into a whole different direction that you didn't think, but still has claims and rights to the land. And you may still find find yourself to be sovereign, just in a whole different way. You may find yourself to be a descendant of a Native American tribe like Kyrie Irving. Um, And then so one would argue, well, who are these Native American tribes and how did they get here? A lot of people are saying a lot of historians, a lot of people in the know who've done much more research than me and have released full books and series of documentaries and uh, videos chronicling their journeys to particular parts of the Americas um, have chronicled that many of the Native American tribes have almost a Phoenician or Paleo Hebrew ancestry to their origin as well as some of them have Mayan, Incan and Aztec ancestry to their origin. So who are these people? Who who truly were the Native Americans? Who truly did have the land? Who truly does have rights to the land now? Um these are these are all things that we really have to deal with at some point. Or this country will never be able to be as amazing as it could be. That's just my humble opinion because we're going to keep running into this situation of people being homeless, people being destitute. And then we start to have these conversations about, oh, the, the country's overpopulated And this. No, the hell it's not. You literally have parts of this country that sit empty. There are parts of this country that are sitting empty. There's vacant houses all across places like Las Vegas, like California, literally vacant houses. There's tons of farmland that just lays empty and bare all across this country. The problem is not overpopulation. The problem is people are too tightly congested in these densely populated city areas. And at some point, we're going to have to spread that out and start to repopulate some of this farmland, start to repopulate some of these country areas, start to repopulate some of these more rural townships, start to repopulate some of the Midwest, repopulate some of the South, that would allow for much, a much more even distribution of people across the country. There's always going to be some terrain of the country that can't be used. But there are, there's millions of acres of just government-owned parkland why you talking about this overpopulation There's people living on the streets but y'all have millions of acres of land that y'all just have reserved just for parks and not to say that we don't need to balance out where we build and where we grow to keep the animal populations to feel safe and secure cuz that is absolutely without question we have to keep animal habitats and as natural and homeopathic and uh as naturally as we can, you know, with and always to keep that in mind and within consideration. But to say that we need all these huge acres of farms, huge acres of forests that have not even been, you know, slightly adjusted to this day. There's, there's areas in Louisiana's and stuff that are like marshlands, just nasty, disgusting areas in the south that haven't even been fully cultivated yet. Areas along the border that haven't been fully cultivated, areas like in, in Arizona and New Mexico, that haven't in Utah, that haven't even been fully used to their full potential, areas in Detroit, areas in Chicago, areas in Mich- areas in Michigan, I'm sorry, areas in Illinois, areas in Indiana that have not been used to their full potential, that just sit there, tons of acres of land. But then they, we make these conversations about this overpopulation, and those generally it's these elitists that make those conversations. Because they have no problem with people being wiped out because it won't include them or their lineage. And I think that's just a really, really disgusting way to look at things. And it's a joke because that's not the truth. It's not the truth. There's dense populations in the cities, but there's not overpopulation in the country. There's only in America, there's maybe 350, 400 million people here with all of these. Hundreds of millions and billions of acres? There's no way. It's just that the math doesn't add up. This is not China where we have billions of people. We have hundreds of millions of people here and hundreds of millions of acres. Literally, each person could have an acre to themselves. If we really wanted to do the breakdowns, it's nonsense. We have to stop. We have to stop letting these lies be made. You know what I mean? This is is his ghetto point of view. We bring you the news, views, previews. And Reviews was just a twist of his ghetto point of view. We got to cut the bullshit, man. Got to cut the bullshit. So the article continues. Newark police SWAT team was deployed because the suspect refused to leave and was claiming that he was rightfully in possession of the home. Maybe he was. Maybe he had some rights that they weren't considering. The suspect was essentially a squatter. All right. So I'm sorry. The article continues. According to the People Report, the legitimate owner of the home chronicled the experiment, experience in a series of TikTok. You're saying they're legitimate, telling viewers in one, I was I was randomly but not randomly by targeted by a terrorist group that doesn't solve or follow any of our rules and would be violent in efforts to steal my house. Mm-hmm. This is crazy, very crazy, but um, definitely an interesting article. This is definitely an interesting article. Definitely something to check out. definitely an interesting article to check out guys it's your boy phantom fuego bringing you the news views previews and reviews with just a twist the heads got a point of view ooh 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 we'll be right back yay <laughs> yeah what's going on gang what's going on gang so we gonna wrap up today gang thank you so much we'll definitely see you guys on wednesday the summer's been so crazy and i appreciate you guys for rocking and vibing it you know uh being flexible because the adjustments of the summer the the, the turbulence of the scheduling has been insane shout out to my boy Henny. i was at his b-day party this weekend uh the smokes and jokes comedy tour it was real dope i ended up actually also getting a Try out a couple new joints and did some sass on on the stage a little bit. So shout out to old Henny for letting you know, just letting that environment manifest and you know, uh, showing so much love. That was that was definitely appreciated. But um, and yeah, man, you know, we just out here. We were putting putting in the work, putting in the time, being blessed, staying staying humble, uh, feeling fortunate, feeling amazing, feeling. <laughs> Feeling like a higher power is always helping me get to the next destination. And if you feel like a higher power is always helping you get to the next part of your life, the next journey, the next phase, then man, just, just show your appreciation, man. Just show your appreciation. Give a donation, man. Give, 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 give till it helps, not till it hurts. Paypal.me slash phantomfuego. That is PayPal.me slash P-H-A-N-T-M. Phuego on Venmo. Venmo at Phantom-Fuego-42. That is Phantom-Phantom-Fuego-Phuego-42. Thank you so much, gang, for rocking, vibing, keeping it light, keeping it informed, staying focused, staying energized, staying brilliant, staying powerful, staying your unique, beautiful selves. It's your boy, Phantom Fuego, P-H-A-N-T-M-P-H-U-E-G-O. Got some amazing, amazing interviews coming up in the next few shows. You don't want to miss it. Make sure you hit your notification bells, hit your hearts, or whatever platform you want, whether it be Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Pocket Casts, FM, Radio Cast, whichever platform you're on, you get... The latest episodes soon as they go up. Appreciate you, gang. I just had to throw in some dramatic effect right there. Soon as they go <laughs> you know what I'm Love you guys so much. Always shout out to AJ's Kitchen for bringing us these amazing, amazing vegan entrees. AJ's Kitchen at gmail.com. AJ's Kitchen at gmail.com. A-J-S-K-I-T-C-H-I-N-N-A-J's Kitchen At gmail.com Happiness served Order up And much, much love to Grandma's Goodies Grandma's Goodies is taking over the city Grandma's Goodies G-R-A-N-D-M-A-Z-G-O-O-D-I-E-Z You can catch them on Instagram, Twitter, Spotify, TikTok Grandma's Goodies Check them out, man. Vegan, organic, infused, delicious. Grandma's goodies. Grandma's goodies. It's your boy, Phantom Fuego. Thank you guys so much for rocking and vibing. Any artists that have stuff that they would like to have featured on the show, Point of View at gmail.com. Any businesses that would like their Amazing products there, new applications you're developing, the new websites you're putting up, the new movies you're writing, the new television series that has a pilot we should all check out on Roku, Amazon, Hulu, etc. This is the place. His ghetto point of view at gmail.com. His ghetto point of view at gmail.com. His ghetto point of view at gmail.com. View at gmail.com. Hit us up. Hit us up. Hit us up. Thank you, gang. Peace. We out.